Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Joseph Prince. Joseph is a leading voice in teaching the gospel of grace around the world. Through his television program, teaching resources, and best-selling books, he's impacting millions around the world with God's love, grace, and favor. You can watch Joseph Prince Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. Let's dive into the message. A great part of the Bible is Bible prophecy. Did you know that? Why do we study Bible prophecy? And there are modern-day Christians, many of them, they are, not, they are not studying Bible prophecy. And as a result, the Bible tells us that when you don't have this hope in Him coming, amen for you, there won't be that hope that purifies because everyone that has this hope of, him, of His coming purifies himself. Another thing is that it helps you be stable in a world that is increasingly becoming more and more confused and mixed up. A world that is looking for answers and, and they find no answers. They find none. It will make you stable, solid. Wisdom, the Bible says, will be the stability of your times. In Luke 21, look up here, Jesus says, in Jerusalem, will f- they will fall by the edge, the Jewish people will fall by the edge of the sword And Jesus says, they'll be led away captive into all nations. So from then until now, you'll find Jewish people all over the world. It was since then, AD 70. And Jesus said, Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles or non-Jews until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Tonight, I want to share with you the Bible prophecy, the ABCs of Bible prophecy in terms of the times of the Gentiles. So right now, I'm going to share with you about the times of the Gentiles. Many years before the time of Christ, going back to uh, the 70 years of captivity in Babylon, what happened was that Israel, before their captivity, before King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to take them into captivity, God warned them again and again. God sent prophet after prophet, rising early, warning them, telling them, do not, do not rebel against Him. Do not worship idols. Do not worship you know, the, the, the other uh, the works of their hands, God says very clearly, because He's their God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God said it very clearly, all right, to them. Now, when they did, when they forsook the worship of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that means they stopped offering sacrifices. When they worship other gods, they stopped offering sacrifices. And the sacrifice is a picture of Jesus Christ. Am I right? which means there's nothing to cover their sins anymore. And God warned them not to do it time and time again. And many of the prophets, they would kill. And then finally, Nebuchadnezzar came in. And the Bible says God raised King Nebuchadnezzar, King of Babylon, to be the first empire to be the times, to fulfill the times of the Gentiles. So Babylon came in, right? King Nebuchadnezzar came in, took the Jewish people captive. And amongst them is Daniel, and his three friends, Mishael, Azariah, Hananiah. And 
they were 10 times smarter than the children of Babylon. That's in the Bible. So they were recruited as, even as teenagers, they were recruited as the wise men of Babylon. Are you with me so far? And then one day, here's where the story happens. And I need to read to you the entire account because I want this to be clearly from God's Word into your heart. Are you ready? And as you read, you will learn about the mysteries in your life that you have no answer for and how to get the answers. So let's follow the story right now. Chapter 2 of Daniel, verse 1. Now in the second year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, which means he was 15, so he's about 17 years old now, Daniel and his three friends, King Nebuchadnezzar had dreams and his spirit was so troubled that his sleep left him. Then the king gave the command to call the magicians, the astrologers, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. And the king said to them, I've had a dream, and my spirit is anxious to know the dream. Then the Chaldeans spoke to the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we'll give the interpretation. All right, the king answered and said to the Chaldeans, my decision is firm. If you do not make known the dream to me and its interpretation, you shall be cut in pieces. That's interesting. And your houses shall be made an ash heap. I like the old King James. It says dung hill. <laughs> However, if you tell the dream and its interpretation, not just the interpretation, but the dream. You must tell me the dream first, what I dream. And its interpretation, you shall receive from me gifts, rewards, and great honor. Therefore, tell me the dream and its interpretation. They answered again and said, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will give his interpretation. The king answered and said, I know for certain that you will gain time because you see that my decision is firm. If you do not make known the dream to me, there is only one decree for you. For you have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the time has changed. Therefore, tell me the dream and I shall know that you can give me its interpretation. The Chaldeans or Babylonians answered the king and said, there is not a man on earth. And they are right who can tell the king's matter. Therefore, no king, lord, or ruler has ever asked such things of any magician, astrologer, or Chaldean. It is a difficult thing that the king requests, and there is no other who can tell it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. For this reason, the king was angry and very furious and gave the command to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Don't forget, Daniel and his three friends are also among the wise men at this time. For some reason, they were not invited, maybe because they were foreigners and they didn't have the honor and the position yet. So the decree went out and they began to killing the wise men and they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. Then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Arioch. Notice with counsel and wisdom, 17 years old. 17 years old, he, he knows how to answer with counsel and wisdom. You're never too young to tap into God's wisdom. And you're not too old for it. Amen? In fact, when you're older, you should be more experienced, isn't it? But experience is no guarantee of wisdom. Wisdom comes from the Lord. It doesn't say experience giveth wisdom. It says the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of His mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. So the decree went out and they began killing the wise men. So they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. He answered with counsel and wisdom. Why is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Arioch made the decision known to Daniel. So Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time that he might tell the king the interpretation. Time for what? Prayer. Okay? 
Then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they might seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Okay? This is the first part of the story. Are you with me so far? Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His. Now, you would have thought that the first thing he did was to rush with the answer. Because he and his men, he and his friends are supposed to be killed the next day, right? If it's you and I, we'll rush, right? Bring me to the king straight away. He has time to thank the Lord. He has time to give praise. Okay? Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, Daniel answered, for wisdom and might are His. He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. If God removes, you're removed. God controls the affairs of men. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with Him. I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and might and have now made known to me what we ask of you. For you have made known to us the king's demand. Therefore Daniel went to Ariok, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said thus to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Take me before the king and I'll tell the king the interpretation. Then Ariok quickly, quickly tells me that he's not keen to kill people also. All right? Brought Daniel before the king and said, to him, I have found a man of the captives of Judah who will make known to the king the interpretation. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation? Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, Watch his answer. The secret which the king has demanded, the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, and the soothsayers cannot declare to the king. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets. I feel like preaching right now, but uh, whatever your needs are, there is a God in heaven who will reveal to you the secret, the answer to your need. All right, And He has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. Just let you know, the latter days last till now. That's why you need to listen. It's not just a vision of the past, a dream of the past. It lasts until now. And the future that we have not yet seen. You will understand what is happening today in Europe. Your dream and the visions of your head upon your bed were this. Here comes the dream. As for you, O king, thoughts came to your mind while on your bed about what will come to pass after this. And he who reveals secrets has made known to you what will be. I like the old King James. It says, God has made known to you what shall be hereafter. Say hereafter. hereafter. Only God can tell you what will happen hereafter. Can I have a good amen? But as for me, this secret has not been revealed to me because I have more wisdom than anyone living. You see, he knows how to give the glory to God. It's not because I'm wiser than anyone living, he says. But for our sakes, who, have, who make known the interpretation to the king and that you may know the thoughts of your heart. You, O king, were watching and behold a great image. This great image whose splendor was excellent stood before you and its form was awesome. The, this image head was of fine gold. See the head? The picture of the head of fine gold? 
Then he says, it's chest, it's breast and arms of silver. We see that, breast and arms of silver. Then he says, it's belly and thighs of bronze. Okay, then it's legs of iron. It's legs of iron. We go all the way to the two feet with the ten toes. Watch this. It's feet partly of iron and partly of clay. Let's go on reading. You watched, he told the king, you watched in your dream while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Just like you know this, our Lord Jesus, the stone. The stone that became the head of the corner. Okay? Go on. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. Remember this. He saw this entire image standing there. Alright, show them the entire image again standing. Okay, then a stone came and crushed its feet, smashed its feet, bringing down the entire gold, silver, bronze, and we all broken into pieces. And then, go back to the verse again. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. Then a wind came and, and, and just took them all away like powder. No trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. The kingdom of Christ will finally be established on earth. And it's an everlasting kingdom. Okay, now watch this. Let's go down. This is a dream. Now, he's going to tell the now we will tell the interpretation of it before the king. You, O king, are a king of kings. For the God of heaven has given you a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. And wherever the, wherever the children of men dwell, or the beasts of the field and the birds of the heaven, he has given them into your hand. And God has made you ruler over them all. You are this head of gold. So who is the head of gold? The Babylonian Empire. You are this head of gold. Okay, verse 39. But after you shall arise another kingdom inferior to yours, then another, a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth. So there'll be four kingdoms altogether. Here says, the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything. And like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all the others. Whereas you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. Yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly of iron, partly of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they'll mingle with the seed of man, but they'll not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. The kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And you and I have a part. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands. And it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver and the gold. The great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain and its interpretation is sure. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face 
prostrate before Daniel and commanded that they should present an offering and incense to him. The king answered Daniel and said, Truly your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and a revealer of secrets, since he could reveal this secret. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts. And he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. And the last verse of the chapter. Also Daniel petitioned the king and he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whose previous names in Hebrew were Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate, or in the Aramaic, is the courts of the king. Look up here. Now I'm going to tell you the story. Very easy to write down notes. Okay, I'll give you an alliteration. The four Ps. The first one, the predicament, or you can put panic, of the wise man. We'll talk about that problem that you see in the world today. The world claims to be wise, intelligent, learned, and yet they don't have the answers for life. Number two is the prayer of another wise man, Daniel and his three friends. And then we'll look at the program of God, which is the main part of Bible prophecy, okay? Look first at the head. The head is Nebuchadnezzar. Babylonian kingdom. Show them the entire thing. Let's, let's expose the one by one successively, okay? The head of gold, Babylonian empire. The breasts and arms of silver, Middle Persian empire. After the Babylonian empire, which lasted for quite a few centuries, came the Middle Persian empire. Greece is the next one, all right? The belly and thighs of bronze. That's the Greek empire. The Greek Empire was succeeded by the Roman Empire, the legs of iron. Iron that destroys everything in its way. And Roman Empire is divided into West and East. Okay? The two legs. Okay, the last part, go real close to uh, the, can you see the feet? Iron and clay. Clay is man. Clay is always man. Potter's clay, in fact, the verse is Potter's clay. Man, man. It's democracy, democratic. Okay, iron is one-man rule, like, like Nebuchadnezzar, Alexander the Great, all one-man rule, okay? That is iron. Iron and clay cannot mix. Yet, the, the kingdom of the Roman kingdom, Roman Empire will go all the way down to the feet. Do you know, to, until today, the Roman Empire is still around. You know where is it now? First, let me show you the extent of the Roman Empire's conquest, okay? This belonged to them. Look at the map. Okay, so include the southern part of Britain, go all the way down, all of Europe there, except for Russia. Okay, beginning part, uh, Italy all the way, northern Af Africa, Israel, Syria, Assyria, or Iraq. So this is the extent. Now, why am I showing this? Because the Antichrist will come out of the revived Roman Empire. He'll claim to have all the answers for the world. Friend, we are living in these days. Are you listening? I want to tell you one thing. Go all the way to part clay, part iron. You see, for man, it is a, it's a degradation. It is a deterioration. Can you see? Top heavy. Am I right? Gold is good metal, right? All the way on silver. Then you have bronze, iron, iron and clay. Whatever is of man, you can mark this down. 
if it's of man, or even you as a believer, if you start trusting your own flesh, your own efforts, you will start out well and end up bad. Look at the Lord Jesus in the Song of Songs, chapter 5. His head is like the finest goal. Say the finest goal. So we start with the head. Amen. It talks all the way to his feet. Look at his feet now. Jesus' feet. His legs are pillars of marble set on basis of fine gold. It starts with his head, fine gold, finest gold, right? All the way down to his feet, also gold. Amen. Whatever is of man starts with gold, end up with part iron, part clay. With the Lord, go all the way down. Amen. When you follow the Lord, your ending is certain. Whatever it is, if you put it on the Lord, your marriage, your business, your career, your relationship with the Lord, put the Lord first. Do it His way. Don't do it, do it the wisdom of the world. You cannot do the, I mean, do the wisdom of the world and expect God kind of results. Can I have a good amen? And the last part is promotion of the wise man. And when, show them the last few verses, 47, 48, 49, all right? 40 down, drop down all the way. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and he commanded that Daniel be honored. Truly your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, a revealer of secrets. What's going to happen when we follow the wisdom of God is that the people of the world will see our God. And we want that to happen, right? But they cannot see our God when we are like them. Amen. And then the Bible says, drop down. The king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts, made him ruler of the whole province. And he, was, he wasn't selfish. Daniel petitioned the king and he set Shidrach, Meshach, Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the courts of the king. That's what the word gate means. So friend, at the end, we know before Jesus returns, we know that, that uh, God's people will be in a place with the answers when the world gets darker and darker. The glory of the Lord will shine on you, church, stronger and stronger. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.